Happy 4th of July to all of my American followers. Happy 4th of July to all of my friends and my family who also live in the United States of America. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Hopefully everyone will be safe and happy and in better shape than the Canadian province of Saskatchewan was on July 4, 1996, when a thunderstorm outbreak spawned an estimated 11 tornadoes this day in weather history. Powerful gusts, hail, and downburst wind exceeding F1 tornado strength took down power lines and damaged trees and properties. In what would prove to be both truth and urban legend in Saskatoon, a tornado tore the roof off a concession stand at the Sundown Drive-In Theater, where the feature film that night was Twister. Truth. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. The thunderstorm outbreak of July 4th, 1996 was a major event for the area bounded by Saskatoon, Maymont, and Osler. An estimated 11 documented tornadoes occurred, and of the 11 tornadoes, three are estimated to have tracks greater than 10 kilometers long. The outbreak was studied at the University of Manitoba, and in 2009, it was concluded that a single supercell thunderstorm formed at 60 kilometers south of North Battleford in Saskatchewan and moved east-northeastward. The storm began showing atmospheric signatures and tornadic characteristics as it moved north of the North Saskatchewan River Basin, where it dropped an F2 tornado southeast of Maymont, Saskatchewan. Now, it is not at all unusual for tornadoes to be reevaluated years later. As we've explained in past episodes of This Day in Weather History, as technology improves, so too does the ability to look again and see what may have been overlooked or misunderstood the first time around. It has been identified through model data that in the upper layers of atmosphere, about 5,700 meters above the surface, that an upper-level trough was in place and it was working in tandem with an area of low pressure off the coast of British Columbia. But at the same time, a conflicting ridge was extending into Saskatchewan, bringing a southerly continental draw and therefore warm, humid temperatures into the province. Meanwhile, at the surface, there were several low-pressure centers in place on both sides of the international border with the U.S., including one moving over the Cypress Hills in southwest Saskatchewan along the Alberta border. It proved to be moving northeast as its associated cold front extended into Montana. It was coming up from the south. Another of the three lows is still circulating in Montana, drawing up more and more of that unstable air mass as a stationary boundary that drags in a low from Manitoba helps now to create almost a drape-like area over the entire eastern prairie region, thus holding in all that available convective energy. Closer to dusk, local time, a cluster of thunderstorms fire up south-southwest of North Battleford. As this cluster moves east, it congeals into one single supercell and moves on the southeastern side of North Battleford. An hour later, this supercell system shows a textbook hook echo sounding signature on radar and also tornado characteristics. According to Environment Canada, this is the storm 
that dropped an F2 tornado at that moment that we know today referred to as the Maymont Saskatchewan F2 tornado. But this story is not over. 10 minutes later, it's 6 p.m. Another significant hook is seen on radar southeast of North Battleford. Less than five minutes later was the F3 tornado that hit in Fielding, Saskatchewan, just north of the Yellowhead Highway. Another hour later, we're now sitting at 7 p.m. local time. A powerful thunderstorm approached the Osler and Saskatoon area. This did not have the same updraft momentum, but of the eight more tornadoes that came from this complex, seven were likely F1 or weaker, but an F2 developed just west of Rhineland and tracked 15 kilometers southeastward with a maximum width of near one kilometer. This tornado caused extensive damage along its path. The majority of the residents in the Saskatoon Osler area were affected by downburst winds that covered an area of close to 800 square kilometers. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we gotta get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is July 5th. And on this day in weather history, we look into the beginning of the 1936 heat wave that is considered the worst in Canada. I'll be here, so I hope you will too. On this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.